live from an undisclosed location, this is the Gribble Nation Roadcast. Ah, hello and welcome to a, uh, another episode on the uh, Gribble Nation Roadcast. Uh, this is Doug Kerr um, bringing you another uh, discussion about, you know, fresh drives, as I like to call it. And this uh, episode, we're actually going to be uh, talking about uh, the state of Connecticut, uh, which is the uh, pumpkin spice state, uh, you know, because uh, nutmeg is a uh, important uh, ingredient in pumpkin spice coffee, I guess. Uh, re- the reason why I want to talk about Connecticut is I actually am planning uh, a little trip there soon, and I uh, thought it'd be a good uh opportunity to discuss, you know, where I've been in the state and what I've done, what I'm doing, and uh, some of the things I found, um, you know, driving around the state that I enjoyed. Um, You know, I grew up on Long Island, uh, the North Shore of Long Island, and uh, whenever, you know, we go to the beach, you know, you'd be able to look across Long Island Sound and see, you know, Connecticut, you know, where I was, you know, in Smithtown, that area, you'd be able to see like Fairfield, um, you know, Bridgeport, yeah. You know, but yeah, you know, basically, yeah, you know, Fairfield is pretty much right across the sound from us. So you're able to see uh, Connecticut the distance. That always, as a kid, you know, that always uh, uh, picked my interest. Um, but you know, when I got older, you know, I got old enough to drive. You know, I went to college in upstate New York, but you know, I'd come back down Long Island for breaks during college and you know I'd go and you know spend a day every so often I'd you know drive you know into Queens and then up you know into Connecticut and you know drive around uh Connecticut for the day um so that's you know where my uh you know initial experience really exploring the state um you know on my own uh came in um and as I got a little bit more involved in the state you know those around the time when you know we had our you know different various state end projects like i was also running uh you know state end site for uh new york uh vermont uh massachusetts i uh started on the tail end of that and also uh connecticut um so that was the way i started you know really uh you know learning the state um, and actually got um, some interest. There was an article which was in uh, the day, which is you know one of the newspapers. I want to say it's uh, the uh, newspaper Norwich, Connecticut. Um, it's definitely in Eastern Connecticut, New London County. And also, I actually went up to Hartford one time for an interview uh, in the Hartford Current. Um, Believe it or not, that was not, uh, newspapers were not the only uh, print uh, publications that you know I you know had a hand in um, you know with um, you know promoting road enthusiasm you know in uh, Connecticut. Um, I had uh, once I had taken a picture of the town uh, bridge, which is over the Farmington River in Canton, um, and that actually wound up on the cover of a yellow page. Uh, that was an old truss bridge, you know, nice, a nice view, especially during the fall. Um, but, you know, as the year has gone by and I, so I discovered other places, you know, like in, like I started getting, you know, a lot more in 
like New Hampshire and Vermont and Western Mass. I started, you know, taking a break, you know, from Connecticut, not going there as often. But now I'm starting to do more revisiting of the state. And uh, one of the things that I'm, you know, doing is, um, you know, clinching the remaining mileage of the state routes in Connecticut. Um, I've done that in New York and Vermont, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire. But, you know, with uh, COVID right now, and if you want to go somewhere, um, probably this, one of the safest places is just to stay in your car. <laughs> um, so um, what I've been doing is just trying to t- uh, check off the uh, remaining uh, boxes that I need to finish, you know, in Connecticut you know, and New Jersey and Connecticut. So Connecticut a day trip for, uh, from where I am in the uh, Albany area of New York now. So I, it takes me two hours to get to Hartford, for instance. Um, so it's definitely doable, and I'm looking forward to, um, you know, finishing off the state and actually also discovering more of the state. You know, Connecticut is, as they say, full of surprises. Um, so um, speaking of uh, the state being full of surprises, I do still get down there every so often. And I, you know, made a trip, you know, back in over the, thanks- the long weekend over Thanksgiving. Um, you can still find some old signs. You know, Connecticut, you know, is known for you know having you know button copy signs, and then basically the uh, outline of the uh, root shield, you know, in button copy. Uh, but yeah, you find old signs still. You know, some you know I had a picture of a uh, cutout of uh, US six and US uh, two hundred two root shields. Um, and I found uh, you know last time I was down there, I found a really old sign. Um, that, you know, advertised routes that were not existence in the past 50 years, um, Route 5A and Route 10A. Um, and that was pretty neat. I, you know, would like to, uh, you know, show that off sometime. And then another thing that I find is uh, you still have some of those old, like, state outline shields you might be able to find. I might just find them on the Merritt Parkway, near the Merritt Parkway too, but it's a lot of uh, uh, reproductions, but, you know, they look old, they look cool, but, you know, they have some state-named signs. In Connecticut, you find a lot of things um, still. I'm a small state, but there's a lot to it. Um, some of the things that I, you know, like about Connecticut is actually, you know, one of my favorite drives in Connecticut. You know, for someone who's, you know, gravitated more towards you know backcountry roads uh, my favorite drive in Connecticut is actually probably the one that most people know about um, it's the most iconic road in Connecticut it's the Merritt Parkway because uh, that road has a lot of history it's scenic um, you know it has um, very unique bridges so like they're all like art deco and it's really neat so if you you know get to Connecticut um, that's a good um good place to uh you know check out because you know it has that history it has its scenery uh, of course my least favorite roads in connecticut are the ones that are you know packed with the gills of traffic or um you know you're following someone you know driving very slow of course that's always the case for me um you know other places uh, in connecticut you know i've 
come to enjoy over the years is you know, driving around, you know, the quiet parts of Litchfield County in the northwestern part of the state um, and into Hartford, you know, west, you know, northwestern Hartford County as well. You have uh, your Route 20, which uh, goes over, you know, the uh, around the Bark Hampstead Reservoir, not the U.S. 20, which is not that far to the north. Um, but, you know, there is, um, but, you know, it's scenic, it's quiet, you know, you go through uh, some, you know, classic New England towns, small towns, you get, you know, the old churches, town halls, it's pretty neat. You find that a lot in eastern Connecticut, too, like Wyndham County and Tolland County, um, you know, you're, you're quintessential New England, so to speak. Uh, but, you know, going back to Litchfield County, you know, you got some other roads, like US-7, uh, which, you know, you know, really from, I'd say, from New Milford North is, um, you know, your scenic, you know, some winding road goes along the, winding road goes along the Housatonic River, um, you know, passes by, you know, a couple of covered bridges. Connecticut doesn't have many, but, you know, it does have the um, Bulls Bridge and the uh, Cornwall Bridge, which are, you know, not far off from Route 7. It's certainly worth a look. Um, yeah, I have Route 63, which actually comes in all the way from, you know, New Haven and then, you know, ends the northwestern corner state at US 7. Uh, but, you know, once you get into Litchfield you know, County, you have like towns like Goshen, you know, Woodbury, Litchfield, you know, those are, you know, nice towns to walk around and explore, you know, and see, you know, what you can find. Um, and then, you know, on the you know, far northwestern corner of the state, you have Route 41. Goes through towns like uh, Lakeville, for instance, which um, connects with another, um, you know, road up there, which is nice, which is US 44, which, you know, it'll go through Lakeville, as I said, you know, through uh, Canaan and Norfolk, and uh, goes along. Actually, you can see an old um, iron furnace, the Beckley furnace, which is near there. And that is, you know, yeah, Connecticut has actually a lot of mining history as well, uh, which you know not a lot of people necessarily think of. They think of Connecticut as more of a your maritime state, um, and so um, that's you know a nice area to check out. And then, of course, you know, on your eastern part of the state, I was mentioning, you got um, you know Route 169, which is a scenic byway, and you know, that'll go through like towns like Woodstock, for instance, which is another, you know, classic New England town. Um, there's also, you know, a bit of more, you know, modern things that are, you know, interesting in Connecticut or, you know, maybe not so modern as, you know, we may go through this. Uh, but, you know, you have a lot of, you know, old vestiges of roads, you know, stub stub roads, um, stack interchanges, which you were never completely uh, completed. Like you have in Farmington where you have a Connecticut route nine and I 84, you have that old stack in you see pass under stack interchange when you're on I 84. And that was actually supposed to be part of, you know, the, I well, 291 was actually supposed to make a full loop around Hartford. And then that part, you know, where Route 9 meets I-84, where uh, Route 9 ends, 291 was supposed to, you know, sweep, you know, go northwest around Hartford. Um, but 
never completely got built. However, they built a lot of the ramps and some of the roads rather. That's really neat. If you have a drone, go check it out. Um, if not, you know, there are ways to get pictures as well, you know, from uh, some of the uh, overpasses in the area. There's like a town road where you can, you know, park and then walk down and see that. So that is something worth checking, you know, in Connecticut. Um, speaking of I-84, you have, you know, the Bulkley Bridge, which is actually the one of the oldest uh bridges that crosses a river, you know, on the interstate system. It was named after a former governor of uh, Connecticut, uh, Morgan Bulkley. And, um, you know, the bridge is, you know, actually crosses over the Connecticut River. Um, what happened is that, you know, 184 came in, um, that actually, they decided to widen the bridge and then actually build up, you know, I-84 across that bridge, you know, you know, between East Hartford and downtown Hartford. We actually have a uh, web page uh, or article on the GribbleNation.org uh, blog, um, which actually will, you know, discuss, you know, the Bulkley Bridge um, and, you know, basically show you, you know, how the bridge, you know, looks, you know, the arches and the history behind that. Um, it's worth a look. Um, you know, go to gribblenation.org. Um, some of the other bridges, you know, in there, one that I, you know, find interesting, you know, if you are in Connecticut, if you're in Massachusetts, for instance, there's a town, Shelburne Falls, which has a famous bridge called the Bridge of Flowers. Connecticut has their own Bridge of Flowers. So it's basically, it's a across the steel truss bridge in uh, Simsbury, which is you know, a little northwest of Hartford. Um, that is actually um, on Drake Hill Road, you know, crosses over the uh, Farmington River there. And then in season, you know, you have flowers across the bridge. You know, it's really nice. Um, and that's something to, you know, you know, check out, you know, if you're you know, in the area. I'd certainly recommend it. Um, of course, going back to, you know, with Connecticut and, you know, some of the, you know, because Connecticut, they started planning and building a lot of things, but they didn't really finish it. Like if you go south, you know, more towards southeastern Connecticut, you have a Connecticut Route 11, which was built eh, part of the way. Uh, basically, I think it was supposed to go from Colchester to uh, the New London area, but it ends at you know, Route 82. And then there's a whole, you know, they started building the road. Of course, it never opens. You got, you know, the um, abandoned roads um, um, over there, you know, northwest of Hartford. You have little freeway uh, action where uh, uh, Route 187, Route 189 meet, because that was also supposed to be another expressway in the Hartford area. And of course you have one of the granddaddies of them all, which is, um, us six, you know, bypassing Willimantic. Uh, and that is actually, you know, was supposed to be part of the, the ID four between Hartford and Providence, of course, you know, was, was never, uh, you know, finished as uh, was intended, which is, which is too bad. Um, you know, that would have, there's a lot of different ways between Hartford and Providence. 
um, but there's no direct, you know, freeway connection. Um, if you want to like go freeway to freeway, you, you know, basically take your know, two down, you know, basically, or, you know, route nine, you know, so I'm going to connect I-95 or if you're coming from the north, you know, I-84, go to Massachusetts, then dip down from Worcester on 146. Um, that's not even a, you know, that's basically the closest you, that you'd get. Or you can take, you know, a number of two-layer roads across uh, Connecticut and Rhode Island. Um, that, uh, speaking of Willimantic, there's also, um, you know, another bridge uh, that I wanted to point out. Now the Frog Bridge, um, which uh, my understanding is that there was a um, colonial, um, you know, issue with uh, you know frogs, and uh, that is uh, something that you know, you know, with the Frog Bridge, uh, that is something because there was a Battle of Frogs, um, where they call the Battle of the Frogs. Uh, and basically there was a something colonial times and what happens when they decided to build a bridge to commemorate, you know, that story um, because of the frogs, because it is part of the city's history. And that's something which I'd say, you know, definitely worth noting. Uh, that uh, for is what I wanted to talk about for now. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can always ch uh, check out uh, GribbleNation.org, uh, which is our website. You can check out GribbleNation on Facebook or Instagram. Or you know, basically you can check out some of our podcast episodes, which of course is powered by Anchor FM. Uh, thank you and uh, hope to catch you. Thank you for tuning in to uh, an episode of the Gribble Nation Roadcast. Uh, we hope uh, you get to listen to us again soon. Have a good one.